entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Coming up tomorrow night, we're going to honor me at the Fifth Avenue Synagogue, 200 strong. It'll be great. We have musical acts, magician, all kinds of cool stuff. Some big-time speakers, Lizzie Sabetsky, Dove Hyken, the U.N. ambassador to Israel, my friend um, Erdan. He's going to speak tomorrow night. I believe it's going to be Erdan who's going to hand me the very prestigious Guardian of Israel Award that I'm getting tomorrow. So it's a, a big deal. Dolph Hyken will join me coming up at 8.40 this morning. Hopefully Bill O'Reilly, Joe Beningo in the 9 o'clock hour. Andrew Giuliani, Judge Napolitano. So a great guest list the rest of the way. But we started with the man. Well, we didn't start it with the man. We did have the Mike Francesa interview again moments ago. But our first live guest today is the man, the icon, the legend, the great Mr. Guardian Angel. Folks, let you know the Guardian Angels. We're about to celebrate 45 years. That's pretty amazing. He's the host of the Rip and Read Noon Every Weekday, which is the second highest rated show next to me. That's a fact. Also hosts Overnight Weekends. Does a great job here. I just want to say this. I I got a um, an alert yesterday from the New York Daily News. And, and I hate the Daily News. I hate it. For some reason, my wife must have done it. I don't know. I get alerts on my phone, you know. This uh, ass munch, Mike Lupica who writes the most obvious stories ever. After the Knicks made these uh, trades yesterday, Lupica goes, the Knicks are now a contender. No kid, Mike. Oh, you're, you're all over it, Mike Lupica. <laughs> but I get this, uh, this alert from the Daily News, and it says Curtis Saliwa with a half apology for whatever happened on the Sean Hannity show in Times Square. They, they said, I guess, that you guys beat up somebody you thought he was a an immigrant or a migrant, I should say, and he wasn't. What What is the real story behind all that? Well, the real story is, in fact, it's posted on uh, all my social networking. You'll see the young lady, Guardian Angel. She looked uh, beat up to me. Yeah, well, she was uh, attacked by one guy who ended up getting arrested by the police. She happens to be a Mexican Muslim uh, who's with our Bay Ridge Patrol. Uh, and as a result of that, the Guardian Angels ended up taking the guy down. Now, I misspoke. He was not a migrant. Uh, bad on me. But if you notice, the area Times Square that we're patrolling is out of control. Look at uh, Noam Laden last night. If you could ask Noam to chime in real quick. Uh, Noam, uh, jump in here for one second. Uh, Curtis wants to ask you about last night. Noam, sure. Uh, Noam, uh, as I was uh, walking through Times Square yesterday, uh, police were everywhere. Uh, migrants had gone into this um, store, which was right next to where we did the broadcast from. Yeah. Right now, I right mean, there, a yeah. few hundred yards. But do me a favor. The rest of this conversation, stop referring to them as migrants. Please call them what they really are, illegals. But uh, 
what what transpired, uh, Norm Lane? Because I've been warning about 42nd Street being out of control. Yes, yeah, sporting goods store. These three men are inside the sporting goods store. They're trying, allegedly trying to shoplift something. A security guard stops them. And when the security guard stops them, one of these guys pulls out a gun, fires a shot in her direction, misses, hits a Brazilian tourist. Then they three of them race out of the store. Uh, the same gunman firing at the cops who are chasing him. He's able to get away. Cops covered the other two guys. One of those guys is a migrant who's living in a shelter nearby. All right, so here's the here's story, okay? These migrants, these illegals, we were told good people coming here to work, don't bother them. And I was the first one to yell at Johnny Tobacco months ago. Uh, not at him. He didn't do anything wrong. But when other Staten Island residents were yelling at migrants, illegals coming off the bus, I said, don't do that. But what have we seen between King's Plaza in Brooklyn, home invasions in Bell Harbor, beating up cops in Times Square, gunshots at a retail store wait, in Times Square? Wait, that same retail store, Norm Lady, you left out another part of the story. Migrants walked in there and had stolen credit cards yes. and tried to buy property. Am I right, right on that? That is uh, true. No, no, the just the day ring. before. Just the day before. So yeah. they, they've got don't a you, whole don't ring. You understand. So wait, so wait. So it, why? So instead of making you a piss, I'm pissed off now. Okay, I'm pissed off with Biden as it is. But this old doddering piece of garbage doesn't get charged. My friend Trump does. It did the same exact thing. Why do you have to apologize when the truth is? They should make a statue of you, no, no, and put, no. you were the one who told us this was going to happen. Sid, I, I, there's no doubt I was the Paul Revere. I led, and others followed. I predicted uh, what a disaster this would be because there's no enforcement. you got to understand, in these migrant shelters, old hotels in Times Square, including where that guy was uh, living at our expense, uh, normally in the Statler Arms, the former McDonald's on 42nd Street, the old Milford Plaza, which is now New York Road, there's no metal detectors, there's no wands, there's no pat-downs, no searches. you got to understand, sit in a normal shelter for our Americans, mostly yeah. African-Americans, some of them veterans. Yeah. They have to be in by 10 o'clock. There's a curfew. I know. They have to walk through a metal detector. They're wanded. They're patted down once a week. Sometimes the Department of Homeless Security guards go through and they check all their personal items to make sure they don't have weapons, that they don't have drugs, yeah. ooze. None of that is done at these migrant locations. So, look, attack me. Uh, I'm just a messenger. I've been ahead of this. Look at 42nd Street now. Now, if you think that what happened last night with a Brazilian tourist getting shot right there on 42nd and Broadway is going to encourage people to come or discourage people well, to come. Well, it's funny you say that because I was on OAN yesterday. You know that network, right? So um, it's a very, very good conservative television network, OAN. And I was on with uh, Stella Escobedo, who's very, very good. She's terrific. She's on at 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock every afternoon. And the first story she ran with me was safety in New York City. We went on to talk about Israel, Trump, all of it. But she played a clip of the mayor. You talk about people apologizing. You shouldn't apologize, Curtis. You know who should apologize? Eric Adams, Kathy Hochul. Mayorkas, Joe Biden, they should apologize for ruining our cities, our states, and our country. But anyway, she plays a clip where Adam said, to your point, this is two days ago Adam said this, that New York is back, that the crime numbers are all down, and how does he know that? Because the tourists are coming once again in big numbers. So you just said 
Why would people come here if somebody got shot on 42nd Street? But the mayor said two days ago, tourism is doing great. Look, look, I'm doing my part. If they're all angry at me, hire more cops. Remember, they defunded the police department under de Blasio by a billion dollars. They never put the money back. They never refunded the police. We don't have enough police officers. You're going to be having dinner with Michael Kemper, the transit police commissioner, and he has to answer for the question. He didn't do anything wrong. Eric Adams last week in his weekly press conference said we ran out of money to have transit police officers. Yeah, because you're giving it to the migrants. Right. Well, it's up Mike Kemper. By the way, the dinner is Tuesday. Right, but that's easy. The, the <laughs> crime is up because we don't have transit cops. And the mayor's answer was, quote, I'm, I'm not saying that he said it. We ran out of money. Yeah. And also, uh, the, obviously, his experiment with Robbie Robot didn't work. <laughs> yeah. He put Robbie Robot on the shelf. Which you said, too, I'll never forget, it was uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, every year Thanksgiving, John and Margot Katsimatidis, God bless their souls. I mean this. They hand out turkeys to homeless people. So we go to the same church every year. I think it's called the St. John's Church. It's right by Madison Square Garden. St. Francis. St. Francis. So that day, um, Curtis says, come with me. And I love traveling with Curtis because he always has these great stories about New York. So I did. We took the train together. And uh, now let me just tell you, when Curtis goes on the train, the greetings he gets from African-American people is over the top. So we get to the uh, the, the, the subway uh, station, and there's the robot. And what's by the robot? Two cops. Two cops were assigned, you can't make this up, to guard the robot, which defeats the purpose because the idea was the robot would mean less police. We were paying tax-paying money to officers to stand there with their hand down their pants watching a robot. Sid, Sid, you can tell all my many critics, you don't have to deal with me and the Guardian Angels patrolling if you just hire more cops and let the trained professional police officers do it. You defunded the police. You took a billion dollars out of their budget when de Blasio was mayor. Remember, Sid, it was never put back. It was never. You don't all of a sudden just create that. Recruitment is down. Our numbers of police officers are down. Uh, in transit, crime is up. And what's the reason? We ran out of money to pay the transit police. Well, where did the money go? To house the migrants, to feed the migrants, to give them everything that many African Americans down on their luck don't get. Look at these snap cards. Is that ridiculous? A thousand dollars worth of food? But anyway, let me let me change over. Dr. Sidney Rosenberg, you were the only one to nail it. Now, three months ago, I've been itching up a storm nonstop, two hours at a doctor's yesterday, a dermatologist. Look at all this. <laughs> Can Look I ask you a question? I, I, I understand why you have medication. Yes. But um, do you mind explaining the big, big jar of Vaseline? Yes. It's not for what you think it is. <laughs> I have to slather myself. Oh, my God. Because the rashes that I have erupt, and they're so angry that it's the only thing that temporarily calms them before we can figure out how to knock it out. That works better than spraying Benadryl? I know Benadryl burns, but... I've done it all. None of it works. You saw uh, bags full of stuff. You were the only one who nailed (laughs) it from day one. That's why... Your mother and father were so right. They wanted you, like all Jewish young boys, to yeah. be a doctor. In fact, when you're at the Fifth Avenue uh, Synagogue on uh, Saturday night, 
By the way, the head of security, there's a longtime guardian angel, GQ. This is what he does, his profession. And you're going to be there. Yes. You're going to speak. You're one of the speakers. That's right. But I am going to say this man should have been a doctor, (laughs) should have honored the wishes of his beloved mother and beloved father. Like all young Jewish boys and girls, when the mothers and fathers and the baby and the uh, Zedis and the boobies (laughs) say, oh, you got to either be a doctor or a lawyer. It's true. Your wife turned out to be the lawyer. Couldn't you imagine if you were Dr. Sidney Rosenberg? I think my mom is taking the number one radio host thing pretty good. Uh, You could have been a proctologist. (laughs) I deal with assholes every day. Uh, Before I get to the uh, Super Bowl. Can I say one more thing? Biden? Is it about Biden? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Look, we're really in bad shape. We are? Well, wait a second. You, you, Curtis Lee, you son of a bitch, I love you like a brother. You never Trumper? Now we're in bad shape. You want Trump now, Curtis? No, no, no. no. You want Trump now? I was never a Bidenite. Now, let me explain. You want Trump now? Let me explain shit. Yeah. I saw this with my grandfather, Fidela Bianchino, who was, uh, like, along with my father, my mentors. He remembered everything. Everything. And I think I inherited my memory from my father and my grandfather. You got a great memory. I saw Fidel Bianchino degrade in front of me. Yeah. He couldn't remember what he had for breakfast that morning. He used to have this simple yeah. breakfast. Mm-hmm. He would have a cup with Cheerios in it, yeah. and he had the Medallia Doro coffee with one little <laughs> egg in it. That was it. Yeah. Simple. Said he couldn't remember that. He couldn't I remember so many other things. I'm sorry about your grandfather, but I will not allow you yes. to turn Joe Biden no. into a sympathetic no, 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 figure. No, 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 no. I'm saying he's got to go. Look. He had the Trinity, the Troika, the trifecta in one week of forget, uh, forgetfulness. Helmut Kohl instead of Angela Merkel. Uh, Mitterrand instead of Mac- Macron. Mitterrand's been dead for 27 years. And Mexican leader <laughs> instead of the Egyptian leader, Zazi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I, I know what the hell I'm doing, he said. He's screaming at the reporters. No, he doesn't. Look, 25th, right? 25th Amendment has got to be put into force. they got to take him right. out. Your worst fear, though, may come about because of that. Michelle Obama? Michelle Obama and yeah. Gruesome Newsom from I California. Know, know. But that, that, look, for that, the country, it had, look, if you're foreign leaders and you heard all of this and you heard the report of the special counselor, that this dimension goes back to when he was vice president. It was even before then. I got news for you. This guy has been that way for years. And again, I would have some sympathy if he wasn't the most corrupt, crooked president, oh his family, no good, his brother, his son. This this is my biggest fear. Yeah. Open borders. Yeah. Terrorists around the world yeah. who want to clean our clock come to New York City and run the table for the third time after the two attacks at the World Trade They're Center. They're already here. No, I know. I know, but... But now they got they got a couple of months before Trump wins to come in more numbers is what oh, you're saying. God. But in order in order to try to do that, first we got to elect Mazi, not Slazi. Uh, I heard very bad things about Mazi today. No. That poll, that poll. No, no, no. But what Newsday, Siena? I, I mean, how hopelessly left can you be? She is within the margin. Assume yeah, it's but, but here's what annoys me. And I love Mazi, and you're doing a great job. You, Peter King, all I'm you guys. I'm going out there all weekend. I'm sure. But here's the point. Damn it. We can't afford to lose this seat. We just can't. And the truth is, she's in the margin of error for losing, okay? And we should have left George Santos exactly where he was. This is such nonsense. Who gives a rat's ass that he paid somebody's money for Botox? But, Sid, it is. What it was done was done. 
I'm dedicating my weekend in addition to broadcasting here and so many other things. I'm going to be out in the areas that you were concerned with, Whitestone and Northeast Queens. I am concerned. Uh, I am going to be out there. I'm going to be campaigning for Mozzie. I'm going to be running myself right into the can, ground. Can you tell me why those areas are uh, going to vote for Swazi? No. No, Whitestone won't. Remember, that's Vicky Palladino's right, area. Right. A Northeast Queens, that's a toss-up. That's by Creedmoor. I am going to spend time. They look, the people appreciate the fact that I led the campaign to try to stop the tents and the migrants from being put in there. And you remember uh, Congressman Peter King, who I'm working with in solidarity. Now, you, we, we have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, remember, and Al D'Amato made up with me after 20 years at the Columbus Day Parade. Remember, at the start of the broadcast, he said, Curtis, we've been at odds. We've had a lot of battles. But you, by by holding the line at Creedmoor, has prevented the migrants from coming into Nassau County. How about that? Bruce Blakeman, who said, no, no, no migrants in Nassau County. He appreciated what I did. And the fact is, is that if you have Swazi, he hates ICE. He kicked ICE out, his own words, like Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo, who called them thugs, thugs. I'll sue them, thugs. Without ICE, the the borders are letting in people, and the only ones who know who they are, who have done photo recognition technology. There are 2 million people worldwide on the terror watch list, and our own NYPD is not plugged in to the ICE computer. Not because the cops don't want to, they want to. But they're prevented from doing it by de Blasio's uh, edict. And Eric Adams carries it on. Hokel also, Swazi. I'm going to be out all weekend for Mozzie. Come on out. You'll see me out there. Northeast Queens near Creedmoor. And obviously right in Whitestone. All right. Great job, Curtis. I need you out there. You can help her uh, deliver a victory in the final 60 seconds. Literally 60 seconds. I got five more guests. Super Bowl 58 on Sunday. You were the man with the Sliwa Sports, Super Sports, whatever it was called. Chiefs or 49ers, who wins on Sunday? Ah, who cares? I just know that Taylor Swift will emerge during the halftime show with Usher. Uh, it'll bring down the house. The Taylor Swifties have won, have destroyed this game that we so love, Smash Mouth American Football, and now the Swifties rule. What happened to America? How are we going to beat ISIS? How are we going to beat Al-Qaeda if the Swifties rule? What I got to give will show enough to you. Love me.